Here we are, buddy. Here we are. Yeah, we are here. That is that is correct, dude. We've made it. Everyone's everyone's yeah. everyone's in one place. Oh, here we go. Yeah, nice. Not, not as synced up. I mean, that, that, hey. that might be you know a, a Super Bowl hangover on on my part. I'm experiencing a Super Bowl hangover. That's, That's fine. My um, my condolences, buddy. Yeah. People have been telling me that I'm a really a glass half full guy, and it's like, no, I already saw my team win a championship, mm-hmm. and and I think Matt said it was like, yeah, but still, I mean, like, I think you took that loss like better than some people in the room that like weren't even fans of the Eagles, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but that should speak to the the gravity of the Eagles' first championship. If I'm if I'm still that fine with them losing the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to their old coach, no less. Yeah, I know. Well, he's still finding a way to make the Eagles lose. Like that's that's the <laughs> joke. Because uh, he heard, uh, he was never able to get the Eagles to the Super Bowl yeah. that they so desperately wanted. Yep. I feel like that joke's probably been made a bunch in the past couple of days, and uh, I hadn't heard it yet. Yeah. Well, it. I I haven't seen it worded perfectly yet. I mean, there's been some that have cl- been close, but yeah. There's there's still a perfect series of words out there that can make it the best joke possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So how how was your watching experience? Uh, it was, was pretty a, sweet. What was the setup? Uh, uh, pretty much right where I am now in my living room, uh, about eight feet away from the the sixty five inch television that that Matt bought uh, last year. That seems like a really nice ratio of distance to size of TV. Right. I mean, it's it's almost too much. Like you almost have to turn your head to see the other side of the television, but it's it's just not a, that much. Yeah, there's like, there's a you, chart you, that some dickhead made that's like you know optimal distance per screen size, and uh, that guy can fuck himself. Big TVs are good. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like he's he's really trying to establish like a specific perspective. For everything, and it's like uh, life is about perspective, sir. So uh, go fuck yourself. I got my own. Yeah, absolutely. What what snacks were we working with? What was the grub situation? Ah, uh, dude, I, we had them all. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can I guess? A few? I mean, we had we had some. F- oh yeah, absolutely. Um, were, there, were, were there spicy fries? No, I, we we made. Or purchased and and unpacked most of our food. Like we didn't get any like hot food from other, gotcha. other guys. Then I will stop guessing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you wanted to guess Cheez Its, you could be right. <laughs> if you wanted to guess mixed nuts, you'd also be right. Maybe some chips, salsa, little melted cheese in there. Joan only had those. Joan was kind of greedy with the the melted cheese on the chips, but. <laughs> You could have yeah. had those if you wanted. Ladies love a melted cheese, and that's fine. It's true, unless unless they're lactose intolerant, then then, then they no. do not. They 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 their brains still love the melted cheese. Yeah, the body does not. The brain loves the cheese. Understood. I I get yeah. it now. Yep. <clears throat> hell, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then and then Matt, of course, made uh some kick ass buffalo wings. They that, were they that were just on makes point. Sense. I would. Yeah, I'd give them the heavy machine gun, and I'd I'd let them run point. <laughs> Matt is the vanguard of chicken wings. A hundred percent. Yeah, his chicken wings like drag an M sixty and like six hundred rounds of ammo through the jungle. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, no, that all that was awesome. And then uh, we had Tim and and his bride uh, as guests as well, and and they were a little French bulldog. Uh, and he he I actually thought somebody else was going to throw up before he was but sure enough he was the first to puke at the party. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah they they brought uh, some pulled pork as well which was ooh tits. Yeah. That's a good spread. That's a good spread. Yeah. Yeah, so you got two hot meats. Uh one can be sandwiches, the other yeah, they're both finger foods. Mm-hmm. But then uh yeah, veggie tray, chips, salsa, Mixed nuts, Cheez-Its, yeah, it was pretty good. It was everything I wanted out of a watching experience. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
That's great news. But I couldn't drink enough Yinglings to turn the tide of the game. Or actually, maybe I drank too many Yinglings to turn the tide of the game. Because like my Yingling, you know, pounding in the beginning of the game seemed to be working. But there there seemed to be some point in the the red and white Rihanna show that didn't have a speck <laughs> of green in it that seemed to seemed to really take it out of the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. I uh as I told you off, Mike, I didn't watch any of it, but I did have the score up on my phone, and so I was That's cool. just just watching the score change. And at first, nice, I was like sick, and then yeah. I was just like, uh oh, uh oh, what? But at it some was point, the tale the two halves. I checked at the third, like I th- want to say towards the end of the third quarter, and it was the, the Eagles were up by seven, and then I checked in again. And there were like eight seconds left in the game. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. It it do. It do be. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm man. Gl- you know, I'm glad you've made it to the other side. I'm glad you had good snacks and a good a good snacking crew. Thanks, man. Yeah. And, I mean, our TV is intact because I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. So, when <laughs> my team loses, like, we don't have to destroy the equipment. Like, we can just move on. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, and I had like a shrine built to the Eagles kind of in the TV watching room, but that clearly wasn't enough either. Uh, and I'm, I am sorry, Eagles God. Uh, (laughs) I will do better next time. Hell yeah. Um, (laughs) I will take my penance of, of hoagies and, and Wawa iced tea. Hoagie fest will be a somber affair this year. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. It's always a party. <laughs> what do you offer Eagles God? You offer them like C cell batteries just whipped at the head. <laughs> like, hey yo, God, over here. And I feel like Cheese Whiz and um, um a lot of, a lot of middle fingers and if he's in vomit range, like, you know, if you can throw up on him, you should throw up on him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's about right. Ah, good old Eagles God bird god absolutely well uh as we record this we are on a sort of national pube removal day and when this comes out it'll be valentine's day nice uh so i hope everybody got rid of their pubes yesterday or this morning and uh yeah good good luck <laughs> and if you haven't uh there's always fire out there too like, yep that's Just the get- drive through pube removal like most people like to go into the store like in their kitchen, or not kitchen, maybe kitchen. I don't maybe know. Maybe kitchen. Who could so, say? Sometimes, some, yeah, you got those GFI circuits over the countertop. So, I mean, you know, it's not going to trip, come back Absolutely. and zap you, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's if you're using a plug in trimmer. Now, if you got one of the cordless ones, you can go up to the rooftop if you want to. Yeah. A lot of those say they're rated for use in the shower, too. But I've, I don't, I ain't trusting that. Yeah. I, like use, use, in the shower without the water running. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can put anything in the shower. You just can't turn the water. Exactly. <laughs> I would love like <laughs> an the electronic toaster that's like for yeah. use in the shower. But just, please don't turn on the water. Like, what are you an doing? electronics manufacturer is like customer service. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we never said turn the shower on. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> whoa. Shower radio does not mean shower on radio. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what a, what a dickhead that guy would be. <laughs> it's like next caller, it's another one. Fuck, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. What? Yeah, have a nice day. Sorry about stop your putting son. water on all your electronics, idiot. Stop wishing you had toast in the shower. That's weird. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we haven't gotten there. Like, yeah, I'm I'm glad nobody's bringing or like nobody's trying to, you know, bring bread into the into the shower this is just gonna get soggy you don't you don't want that no you don't want soggy bread you want to skip straight to liquid bread in the form of beer and have a shower beer yeah but you can't get liquid bread from regular bread no that's, that's, that's what people fail to understand even myself in some of my drunker times failed to understand that point yeah oh that's uh Sorry, I'm coming at you. With, I'm low energy, Ben. Today, I apologize. Yeah, that's sweet. It's all right. I uh, I got some updates from last week. Anyway, all right. Sick. I need a new tarp of the week. I don't got one. Uh, I saw several in the woods, but they weren't qualified for tarps of the week. 
All right. Uh, the Mayo brand that I was trying to think of wasn't Duke's, wasn't Hellman's. It was Cane's Mayo. Cane's Ooh. Mayo I've heard a lot about. People like using it as like the, instead of butter for the uh, a grilled cheese, use Cane's Mayo. It's pretty insane. Very rich. I think uh, I think it might lead to heart disease in, in many people. <laughs> now that was a high energy blast of segments. I've been yeah, uh, thanks, man. I've been using the mayonnaise for grilled cheese for a while now. It's kind of the, the only thing I use straight mayonnaise for. But I've never tried it with a good mayonnaise. Like even Dukes, I haven't tried it with. But uh, interesting. I'll keep, an eye, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for Canes. Is Canes regional? Do we know? Uh, I might be a southern one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they like so much mayo in the South, considering it's so hot and would make it spoil so quickly if it wasn't for refrigeration. It's true. <clears throat> Although I want to say the FDA recently came out and said, like, it, it, <laughs> you don't like, need to refrigerate anything. Well, literally, I think they said you don't need to refrigerate mayonnaise, but that doesn't. Well, it seem... comes off the shelf. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then once open, but- you're supposed to. Once once it's open, you're supposed to treat it like ketchup at a restaurant where you can just mix it with other ones. <laughs> just marry them. Absolutely. Yep. That's fine. This is the this is my custom Duke's Cane's best food Hellman's blend with just a little bit of koopy in there. <laughs> just a little bit of koopy, huh? Love that little bit of koopy. I also want to apologize for uh my, my behavior involving the air fryer last week. <laughs> what? I did not mean to jump down your throat, Jimbo. I jumped right I, down in there and I wiggled around. I it's fine. I mean, you can you can feel how you want to about you know something that's on somebody's countertop. It's fine. Well, I I know, but I just I, I want- look. I'm not gonna lie. I love the thing. I heated up bagel bites in it like two days ago. That it does, was awesome. That does sound nice. I may have some yeah, misplaced, and they were heated. Perfectly. I may have some misplaced aggression involving <laughs> the air fryer and its, pro- and its I mean, proponents. It's it has too many settings. I mean, I'm definitely treating it like a microwave. Like I hit the power button, I hit the air crisp button, and then I hit the start button. Like that's the minimal amount of buttons that I have to push. But it's got so many fucking bells and whistles that I do not give a shit about. Like, I'm the add 30 seconds guy all the time on the microwave. Like, that's the button I live and die on. I don't even type in numbers on the microwave. I just hit the add 30 seconds until I get to the the number that I want. Hell yeah. That's how most people live. And I think most people that I'm around. All All right. But I forget if I told you this, Jimbo, but at the new office space that that we've moved into, you know, we're settling in pretty good. But uh, yeah. It came. We we brought our old toaster oven and microwave from the previous work location, but the new one has a built into like the cabinet uh, under the coffee machine has a built in microwave that was already. Yeah, you're starting to see those in new houses nowadays. It's a lot more common. Yeah, so it had one of those, except it's got the same kind that I think it's the same kind that my mom has, where it has no keypad at all. It has it has one knob. That is it. That knob. So you like push the knob several times to select the mode and then you twist the knob and it goes up in, I want to say 15 second increments. And so like, really? Yeah. So you can't do 20 seconds ever under no circumstances. You can do 15 or 30, not the 20s. And like, then I'm just, just push, push stop. Yeah. When it gets yeah. to your number. Yeah. Don't worry. Like the other thing about pushing that at 30 seconds is like, I very rarely let it finish out like it's never dinging at it's never getting all the way to zeros because i hate the amount of times it beeps even after you hit the open button then you would hate this one jimbo because i'm in a similar boat in fact most beeps in my life i i can't see shit i can't smell shit i probably i have several numb segments on my legs from the amount of times they've been bashed in but i can i can hear real good it's the one sense i have left to me I can hear like a motherfucker. And so when there's beeps and boops going on around me, I hear them and they piss me off and I seek them out to stop them. All right. Yeah. And and this microwave, if you don't, if you, if you start it and walk away, it will beep when it's done and it will continue to beep until it is addressed. And that is in passive aggressively beeps or aggressive aggressively beeps. 
I would argue that at a certain point, the passive aggressive, the passive part drops off and it just becomes simply aggressive. I'd say the first yeah. two or three, like long pause and then a beep, the first couple of those, that's passive aggressive. But after like five minutes and it's still beeping, battle lines have been drawn and we are fully engaged yeah, that's in fucked warfare. Up. And so now I have this that's weird- That's like the air fluff setting on those new dryers where like- you can just, it'll perpetually, like, tumble your clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's annoying, too. It's just like, hey, you turned on for eight seconds, like, and you did that 16 times in the last hour. What the fuck? Dude, I've got I've got more on beeps and dryers, because I completely agree. The dryer tech, we got we to gotta fix the dryer tech, everybody. We got a dryer when we, when we moved into the house, right? Because we were like, hey, we can now have a laundry in our home. That's awesome. Let's not go to the laundromat anymore. Yeah, and, of course. And so we got one, and we had to get ones that were kind of, you know, on the smaller side. And we because of the voltage. Uh, no, because of the space. Oh, okay. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I'm, honestly, voltage was also an issue. But they make pretty big American Midwest ass washer dryers that are still huge and one ten volt. But uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, but we also wanted one that didn't have the dryer outlet thing. They make these condenser models now that just collect all the water vapor and put it into a bucket, basically, and just dump that out. Huh. And uh, and so we got one of those. It's got like a condenser in it? Yeah. And so uh, it's a that's Ger- nuts. It's a German brand. So that, we're so we're thinking that's insane. We're thinking high precision, right? German appliance. We're the, uh-huh. the exactly. Uh-huh. Jimbo knows because he lived there. <laughs> Look, I, I've been over there. I've seen how hardworking those people are. I, and this, is, this isn't this is to say that Americans are better than Germans. I'm just saying they're a lot more like us than, than you know, they are like the Simpsons episode. Yeah. So we put clothes in the dryer. It dries them, and then it beeps. And then a minute later, it beeps again. And it continues to beep <laughs> every minute. It won't Until stop. Until it's addressed. Which means that you can't, like... Put clothes in the dryer and go to bed because yeah. it will not let you sleep. Now, after like a couple days of this, I was like, I got like, instead of just avoiding the dryer, I was like, I'm sure I can just turn the beeping off that there must be a way to do that. Yeah. The beeping comes in two options, Jimbo. It either beeps constantly when it's done until it's been addressed or it does not beep at all <laughs> ever. So which is fine. Which is fine, but there's no way to Which know when it's done. You just have to like peek in and be like, "Are you, are you good? You're okay." Oh, oh you you haven't. Uh, is there is there a dryer home that comes with this one, or it's too small and and too far away to to have a noticeable hum like a? If you're in the kitchen, you can hear the hum because it's in the kitchen. You can hear the hum. But uh, no, if you're in, the, if you, if you, you should be in there pretty frequently anyway. So that, I don't know what you're bitching about. <laughs> <laughs> you you do an auditory dryer check every time you're in the kitchen. I know you. It's it, you're not wrong. You're never wrong. <laughs> well, well, thanks, man. But yeah, I'm wrong all the time. But uh, the other problem is because it's you know this condenser version, all this shit. It doesn't. It nothing's dry the first round. You got to run it. Everything needs two cycles, and that's hey, that's fine. You know, we all need we all need a helping hand. Okay. Which means anytime you dry your clothes, you have to start a second cycle. So you are just, yeah, like peeking in, be like, hey, how's it going in here? You guys need anything? You Are you done? You're not done. And do you guys have any indoor clotheslines? Or have you been utilizing any outdoor ones? We've got the indoor clothesline. Nice. It's, it was just a big drying rack. But uh, yeah. Yep. No, um, I, I'm not going to give you too much news about this, but. Yeah, Joan, Joan and I were doing a, a little bit of preliminary like house hunting bullshit. And uh, it, you'd be surprised how many indoor clotheslines there are out there. Are they all in the bathroom? The ones that are like built into the wall with the retractable thingy? Some like of in, them, yes. Like Some of them hotels. are just creepily in the middle of a basement. like And set up like an outdoor clothesline, like a like a six-foot T-pole <laughs> 20 feet away from another one in a basement. The clothesline that was in this house when we moved in, there was this shitty deck attached to the back, and they'd built a clothesline next to it 
which but it was just like a a four by four going coming out of the ground and then a two by four on it. So they they built a big cross, just a big yeah. wooden cross in their backyard, and uh, that and some other clues led us to to realize how short these people must have been because like the clothesline saw the top of it off. Yeah, the oh, the clothesline was set so fucking low that like it would have made the backyard completely unusable for me at any like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be clotheslining you. It'd be like yeah. <laughs> hitting you around the midsection. <laughs> yeah, it'd be gut punching me. <laughs> yep. Uh, it'd be trying to pull a ghost ship on you. Boy, oh, when was I talking about ghost ship? Were you talking about edema to somebody at length this week as well? No, but I was talking at length about the movie Ghost Ship. Fuck, when was that? That was within the past couple months, and everybody was like, it was one of those things where I think a few people were like, what are you talking about? But then a few other people were like, holy fuck, I forgot Shut about up. that movie. Yeah. Shut up. There's a there's a boat where everybody got cut in half because everybody on the boat was on the same dance floor. That makes sense. The only one who survived was a little girl because she was beneath the little thing. Yeah. That really implies that nobody was sitting, you know? Like, nobody had leaned yeah. forward. Nobody steering the, captain, the ship. The crew. The helmsman. Yes, everybody. The guy dumping coal into the engine up on the dance floor. Like, everybody. Yep. Mandatory dance floor time. And then... Uh, but that's, yeah, Edema that's... was such a bad band, but they were they had a song in that movie. Maybe Cillian <laughs> Murphy was just a huge fan. Maybe. I'm not even familiar with Edema. Um, they, were, they wanted to be stained, probably. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, who, who doesn't? Of course. <laughs> Around that time, uh, it was hard. It was hard I not could, to want to. I stayed. could still remember just where you taste. Yeah, such a good song. Such a buzz ballad. One of uh, Young Tim's favorite uh, favorite songs to play when we're you know in that post party, but you've got YouTube up and everyone's putting on dumb videos, kind of. Yeah, kind of situation. Of course. He brings up it's the yeah, live gross ride the whip man. It, yeah, I love yeah. Mr. Fab. Yeah, it, 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 Tim goes to the uh, live. Uh, I think it was the Family Values tour, but it's uh, just Aaron Lewis, the front man from Stained, playing. I think it's that song, solo acoustic. But Fred Durst is sitting on the stairs next to him, but like maybe one or two stairs higher, and he's hitting him with like. He's trying to do like the hype beats, like every other yeah. line, like Beastie Boys yeah, the, type shit. The halfway between beatbox and, and hype man. It's so bad and it's incredible. And they released it as a <clears throat> single and I think it got nominated for like a Grammy or something. But it's like truly yeah. one of the worst recordings you you can nice. listen to. Go seek it out, everybody. Do it's you, it's great. Yeah. Do you wish we would punish Fred Durst for something? Like, can we... Can we find some sort of charge? Uh, and and I'm talking to you, Supreme Court. Or I'm talking <laughs> to you, lawmakers in Washington. Can we find something to charge Fred Durst with so we remove have to remove like his testicles or something? Like that. That's all I ask. So here here's the thing: is he's trying to be like he's had like a resurgence recently. I don't know if you've seen this. He's like he's like a social yeah, media it, guy. What's exactly. that about? That's what that's what I'm talking about. Do we like him now? Like. Did we forget? <laughs> Lawmakers, like I'm telling you, we, we don't. <laughs> Insert the uh, Jesse Pinkman, he can't keep getting away with this soundbite. Nice. Or is that a note to, to future you? No, that's for you at home. Oh, Ins okay. Insert that in your head. Nice. Yeah. Just we'll, imagine we'll I'm doing my best Aaron Paul impression. Actually, uh, hang on. Let me, let me do my best Aaron Paul impression. Wow, come on. Hey, it's me. I'm Aaron Paul. That <laughs> <laughs> well, gets Aaron me Paul. every time. I'm Aaron Paul, and hey. Now I'm Walter White, and I like to make blue crystal meth. It's me, Walter White, and I make blue. And that was everybody's favorite show. And here I am, Saul Goodman. I used to be on Mr. Show, and now I'm not. I used to produce the Birthday Boys until it got canceled. I was in that Corn Pops commercial. I'm Aaron Paul. 
Was there a corn peps commercial during the Super Bowl? Uh, that had was, Aaron Paul in it. There was a Pop Corners commercial. He's he's still doing. So he was in the the court. He was in the the Pops commercial. He was in or he's in the Corn Pops commercial. He was in a corn music video where he throws up on everybody. And now okay. he's in a Pop Corners commercial. He's fully corn based. I can see that. <laughs> he he wants to be in corn. He wants to be a part of the cob, which I believe is how they refer to their to their band. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I mean, I would if I were if I were in corn, I'd be like, "Oh, me me and the cob got to go load up the van." <laughs> Me and the rest of the cob. Me and the fellow. Me and my fellow colonels. Um, Joan. Joan uh, subjected me to a bunch of new metal quizzes on Schmorkle uh, a couple of weeks ago. But the one I did <laughs> best on was was the corn one. The, what it, name I, the members of corn from the photo. Okay. I, yeah, I could do that. I, uh, hold on. It's uh, <laughs> every corn song ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, in ten minutes, S- S- Silva. I'm trying to remember the drummer's first name. Uh, his last name's Silva, right? Sure. I fuck. I, I always blank on the drummer's name because he had a he got kicked out. He's not in the band anymore. But what is Sporkle? What is this? It's like a, a quiz maker. Okay. Yeah. It. I remember it being popular like when we were in college, uh, which was a long, long time ago in a land galaxy far, far, whatever. Um. But yeah, it, it it was always like geography quizzes, like name these countries or name these flags, mm. like that. That's what it, it was good for, like that that early flash quiz type shit. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you can make whatever. So it, it like name these two hundred new metal album covers. <laughs> you know, name like, put there the are members ones that are just that deep. Put the members of Slipknot in order by height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which there's nine of them. Like good luck. Yeah, and it's hard to do because a lot of them are kind of hunched over half the time, or like standing on a barrel. Yeah, and I mean, there's some big guys in there, but yeah, they also probably hit a couple of medium guys. Oh, there's got to be some medium guys. Yeah, definitely, definite medium guys. I f- I feel like the the timpani guy was a medium guy, and maybe even the the baseball bat keg guy was a medium guy. Baseball bat guy. I think baseball bat guy. So was, you think I, that's only like a twenty-eight ounce bat? I think he was. You don't think he's rock, like, rocking like a thirty-two? Have you seen? It's a, uh, it's a Slipknot cover band, but they're playing like some sort of very low rent festival. It has a full outdoor stage with like, it's you know elevated like normal stage height, but like no one's attending. Yeah, I was it. in that band. Well, then you remember this clearly. The the fucking baseball bat keg guy comes out and stands where the crowd should be but there's like i don't know 10 people watching and he hands the bat to people to anybody who wants to hit it and like somebody hits it and it's like dang great and then another guy grabs it and bashes it but the bat bounces directly off the keg into his own head oh wow so he basically just hits himself in the head as hard as he can with an aluminum bat it was awesome he was like free concussion (laughs) yeah here i come after this i'm going to the gathering fuck yeah uh, I'm going to the gathering to hang out with all my friends. We're going to do drugs <laughs> in the back of an RV. <laughs> that definitely makes the southern accent you have sound more <laughs> sinister. I don't know if it makes it sound dumb, though. Like It adds a certain gravitas. My mama always told me to use words like gravitas. There, there ain't no gas in it. <laughs> Your mom told you to watch movies like Boondock Saints. Y'all should make sure you're watching Boondock Saints as much as possible. Now, Mama, see, Mama, you here? Yes, I'm always with you. Mama, Mama, they made a sequel to Boondock Saints. Should I watch it? Mama, it's called All Saints Day. Is it any good, Mama? Mama, beware! Beware! It's over the top. <laughs> I remember watching that movie uh, when it came out. Uh, somebody had gotten the Blu-ray of it uh, because because that person is a, a masochist. 
And <laughs> and yeah, thinking like, was there a subtitle? Like, I know it was all Boondock Saints two, All Saints Day, but was there a sub subtitle that was just over the top? Because that's all they did was just, <laughs> hey, what, can we go more ridiculous with this? Yeah, let's meet a Mexican on a boat. It's like, okay, cool. Then. Wait, uh, can we bring back Rocco, even though he's dead? It's like, yeah, why don't we have him give a speech about John Wayne's colon? It's like, okay, that that seems weird, but okay. Is he a ghost in it? Uh, It's more of a dream sequence. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's not talked about enough (laughs) for how much of an impact it had when it came out. The first one, (laughs) I mean. The first one? Uh, It's because it, I mean, that guy didn't make any money on it. That's why it was awesome. Yeah. It's because the way you found out about it was not making the person who actually created the <laughs> idea of the movie any money. Yes. <laughs> well, well, hey, he's the one who filmed the movie that takes place in Boston entirely in Canada. Okay. He did that. Yeah. You're going to try to, you're going you're gonna to take shortcuts. You, it's going to, you know, people aren't going to respect you. That's what's going to happen. It's true. That's why they, that's why they filmed R.I.P.D. in the Boston area because people were so up in arms about Boondock Saints. Now I haven't seen R.I.P.D., but I've heard multiple different podcasts talk about how shitty of a movie it was. Yeah, uh, is it fun? I, bad? Uh, no, no, not even fun. Bad. Cool. Like it's it's one of those things that makes you say, "Look, Jeff Bridges, like." You don't need to say yes to everything. Like yeah. you really when they came at you with Tron Legacy, you didn't need to say yes. You could have just said, you know, find your own box lightener. Because yeah. I got mine. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I, he he was in it playing the the same like true grit guy that he was in True Grit. Country except, strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> except he was a, a ghost angel pirate. Cool. I feel like no, uh, it wasn't cool. <laughs> honestly, young Mary Tim- Louise Parker sucks. Ryan Reynolds sucks. I yes. forget the the love interest in it, but uh, I'll say she sucks too. Mary Louise Parker's not the love interest. <laughs> no, she's like the bureaucrat <laughs> lady in fucking heaven. Uh, t- young Tim and I also watched Bright, the the Netflix movie, which I feel like had a similar sort of feel to it, where it's just like why. Why did you guys do this? Like, why did everyone yeah. involved in this? And then because it's a whimsical larf, you know, it's a it's a nice break from reality. And it's like, um, there are other ways to break from reality. Like, you didn't you didn't need to imply that like the, all the all the actions of of people on Earth are influenced by this this good and evil, this whimsical, you know, Dante's Inferno of just nightmarish ghouls behind our backs at all times. You didn't, you didn't need that. Plus, Mary Louise Parker, she can burn in hell. Hey, Ryan Reynolds, you should fuck Mary Louise Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how the movie went? That's what I'm imagining. I I didn't really get any sexual energy from her, quite honestly. That will happen. Speaking of no sexual... She was very businesslike. Speaking of no sexual energy, Reagan and I watched You People, and boy, is that a... That's not a good movie. Are you saying that because you're on one side of an argument? No, I'm saying those characters, like the main characters. You're saying in the those film. people? I'm you're saying, saying, you're I'm saying, saying those people. Jonah Hill and those uh, people. <laughs> th- those okay. people and you people had no sexual. <laughs> those chemistry. you people? Did you hear that? They, did you have you seen the film? No. Who Don't. do I look like? Well, so we started watching it because we heard it was bad. And we were like, well, let's just get a vibe for this because. Sometimes we watch new movies that we know are bad because sometimes, you know, sometimes bad movies are fun to watch. Everybody knows this, but sometimes they're yeah, just paci- bad. sometimes you get a Pacific Rim too, and that's awesome. Yeah, but sometimes you get a, uh, a what was that one with uh, The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, Red Red Notice or something like this, where it's just like what what is this? And it's just <clears throat> it's just nothing. Sometimes you get an R.I.P.D. But uh, or R.I.P.D. too. Did they make a sequel? I believe they did. Thank God. They haven't made a Bright sequel. <laughs> yeah, we should watch although, it together. Although, the original ending of Bright, they were, I swear to God, dude, I swear to God, they were going to find the ring 
from Lord of the Rings. That was going to be the ending of Bright, the, nice. mo- the movie about orc cops in L.A. They were going huh. to... They have guns and and shit, and they were going to find the ring. Is and- it a commentary on something? Like, having LAPD officers as orcs seems like seems like you're trying to make a statement. Well, they're also people. They're both. <laughs> Will Smith is also a cop and has to team up with an orc. The whole yeah, I'm... I'm aware the armies of Sauron were were very multiracial. Like, it was a diverse army. You can never, like, that's what people don't talk about in The Lord of the Rings is like, oh, guess what? There's only white guys in Minas Tirith and, like, only white guys in Rohan. Like, you see all the the dark skin, the big, the small, the feathered, the non-feathered, like, reptilian, corn smut guy, like, all of them. Sauron's army, like it, it was like the Austro-Hungarian army in World War One. Not to yeah. talk good about bad guys, but <laughs> just saying, like yeah, the diversity was good, good for them. Yeah, everyone else, every other, all, all the forces of quote good were very nationalistic. Yeah, all all those orcs and orcai and goblins wanted was to not live under a volcano. And but- sure, maybe they wanted to kill and eat everybody they saw, but. They're they're just they're just hungry. That's their truth, you know. Yeah, Th- that guy was trying to bargain just to eat their legs. They didn't need those. And did they need them? No. They spent the rest of the, f- the films being carried around by trees. Yeah, yeah. They truly didn't need their legs for the rest of the movies. God, it, I think my favorite part of those movies is definitely when Gimli sees them uh, smoking and and drinking after after those trees take down that one fort. And they're like, yeah, you should try the salted pork. And then, yeah, that John Reese davies character, you see the light in his eyes, like, salted pork? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very funny that uh, that he's in that movie. <laughs> and he was the only one from the Fellowship not to get the tattoo. Yeah, but the the little person who his did stunt all the guy. stunts, he did get the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. He was also, I guess, the tallest member of the Fellowship of the Rings. Playing the shortest character. Second shortest. I believe the hobbits are shorter. I think. Ooh. Okay. I think. Go I th- ahead and think. Because I, I want to say one of the practical ways they filmed it. Sometimes they would just dig a hole and put him in it next to, like, you know, Viggo Mortensen. But if he was only in the shot with the actors playing the hobbits, they were the correct height differential proportionately. So they didn't have to do anything. Like... He's as tall. Okay. He's 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 so much. T- he's the right amount of height difference between Elijah Wood that Gimli would be from Frodo. And there's yeah. your, your dork fact of the week, folks. Thanks, thanks. We got there. I mean, it it took Fred Durst and and Boondock Saints too, and a lot of other stuff to get here, but we did it. We fucking did it, everybody. They said thanks. they 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 didn't say anything. I was gonna say they they said we couldn't, but they they didn't. They're totally fine with us doing this. Uh, let's see. I got uh, I got a little bit of of information about that Ric Flair weed that that I was talking about earlier. Yes, uh, I think yes. a couple episodes back I mentioned that there was a Ric Flair line of weed and and weed products at one of the dispensaries that I went to, and that dispensary sucked, and it still sucks. But I've been back there uh, to buy the Ric Flair weed and. <laughs> Did not disappoint. I'm not gonna really? lie. Really? Yeah. I mean, the he's indica he, hybrid. Like, I I smoked some in the parking lot, and then had Joan drive me to Wegman's, and oh, man, that was one of the best car rides like I've I've had in a long, long time. Yeah. I was I was funny. Uh, great music was playing on the radio. Like, <laughs> just lined up, and I didn't even need any help other than Ric Flair. So thank you. He's the nature boy. <laughs> he is the nature boy. And yeah, he's got a pretty solid vape cartridge too. That's a focused banana. <laughs> what? Uh, so it's got a banana flavor to it because you can, I guess, get a shitload of flavors out of like hash oil from just terpenes. Uh, so this one's got banana flavors, but yeah, it's focused banana is its name. All right, let's go terps. Focused banana. Yeah. Go Terps, Ric Flair. Determined wiener. Uh, Goal-oriented cock. 
I would. They did have like the limited edition glass jars to keep the weed in, which I missed out on. Which I'm I'm so glad about that I don't have to tote around some more useless junk. Like I don't you, have to throw it on the pile of useless junk that I tote around. Yeah, because you you'd have, you'd you'd have bought the shit out of those, wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Have. I I probably should have, but yeah, it, you know, th- this is this is just my mental illness coming through. So <laughs> we'll we'll get past it. But yeah, I was I was talking to the uh, the lady last time I was well when I was buying this weed, and uh, I was like, yeah. You guys were playing a video like a couple of weeks ago, and she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened to that. Like, we still sell the stuff. Uh, I guess it's because the video had like the you know the limited edition jars in it." But she was like, "I think that video is from like our Chicago facility." And I was like, "Wait, wait, you're not allowed to transport weed across lines, so you can't transport Ric Flair weed videos across lines. Like, come on, bring Wick- Ric Flair to Massachusetts. Yeah, what's he up to?" I don't know. I already days? saw Big Show in Massachusetts. I mean, he he could probably talk to him. I know. Yeah. I, I I know Big Show. Like, I know where to find him at six a.m. and <laughs> in an airport. Absolutely, he's there all the time. He's probably very easy to spot wherever he is. I feel like Ric <laughs> yeah. Flair is one of those. <laughs> if you like... have to look at a guy and say, "Is that Big Show?" <laughs> it's probably Big Show. <laughs> Ric Flair is one of those almost normal sized professional wrestlers, right? Like. You know, like relatively speaking, I think so. Because I, I want to say like John Cena and The Rock are both like six three, six four. They, they yeah, say they're football players. Yeah, like, they say they're taller, but they're actually I, I think only The Rock. The Rock used to say he was six three years ago, and now I think he's up to six six, which is cool to get that tall later in life. But he's still the same height as John Cena, who I think says he's six three. But there yeah, there were a few like that. Like I feel like Kurt Angle's one of them. He's probably about that that maybe maybe he's like a six five guy, but he's not like a, a Hulk Hogan or Undertaker type. Or Undertaker or Kane or certainly yeah. not the big show or I feel like Triple H is probably close to seven feet tall. Bam bam yeah. Bigelow. No, he's like a one two three kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's not just a like Razor a, Ramon. He's just like a guy you'd see and be like, "Hey, that's like a that's like a large man who's yeah, insane. not a Yokozuna, more <laughs> yeah. of more of an X Pac." Yeah, so uh, he could blend in, is what I'm saying. The hair, the hair's the tell. But even what, then, yeah, yeah, but you don't go around with the feathered hair all day. Like that's that's but, a tough look to maintain. But even then, I feel like if you wander around like Tennessee or Kentucky with that hair, you you're right back to blending in. You know, like I feel like there's some boys out in Texas that just you know that just look like Ric Flair all the all of the time. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. But yeah, that was the other thing about that Ric Flair video at the the weed place was. It didn't have any sound because they they want to play their hip jams, their hip indie jams through the radio. Their hip indica and, jams. And it's like you can't just you're gonna have Ric Flair all over this place, like like he's gliding through your your weed facility, you know, with the biggest smile on his face, and you can't have one woo come over the radio. Come on. Where what world is this? I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I think I've told you about it. The uh, the time I went to Hulk Hogan's seafood restaurant, yes. Have I talked about that on here? Uh, I don't know, but if you have, the listeners can write in and uh, <laughs> be pissed off about it. But yeah, if if you have, I've pushed it out of my brain with some some other memories. I think the closest I got to talking about it, it was on the trip where uh, I was at the wedding where they they took our table away. We were the only table that got removed. They took our table, but before that. Um, that we were in a hotel that was like literally across the street from another hotel that had a restaurant on the first floor and it was Hulk Hogan's seafood restaurant. And I was like, there's no way we're not going there. (laughs) Yeah. And so we went over and I mean, this was like over 10 years ago. And, uh, when you walk in first, it's just a hotel. And then you walk over towards the restaurant side and there's just this long hallway that was just, Floor to ceiling, probably at least 40 feet of glass cases that just had Hulk paraphernalia in it. Like some of his fucking awesome giant thigh high boots and shit. Like it's like Planet Hollywood, but instead of like, yeah, extra costumes from 
you know, Waterworld, it's all just Hulk. Dude. Hulk stuff. It was just Hulk. Somebody just found Hulk's storage unit. It was so good. And at the end, you could take a picture with uh, a life-size cutout of the Hulk that was also next to a life-size cutout of Andre the Giant. Wow. And I think because of dudes like Andre the Giant, I didn't realize how tall the Hulk was. Like, I think... Yeah. I think he's like 6'9", but he would wear lifts on his boots that would make him like 6'11". But like, huh. he's a very big man. But uh, Imagine putting lifts in when you're 6'9". <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, imagine being like, this is... I mean, I'm tall, but like, not tall, tall. I want, I'm already uncomfortable everywhere I go. <laughs> let's, let's go can, nuts. Can you give me Ed Too Tall Jones, please? <laughs> and so then... You know, we go into the actual restaurant, like once we're through the the miniature hard rock cafe of just the Hulk and they had uh, TVs, classic like sports bar vibe TVs, kind of every 10 feet around the whole outside and around the bar. And yeah, uh, it was awesome. I want to say it was March because I think it was March Madness. And so there was, you know, college basketball every other TV, and then the other half of the TVs were vintage Hulk Hogan wrestling matches. Like, Wow. Yeah, awesome. from different eras of Hulk Hogan. And then I was ready for it to have a bunch of like Hulkamania puns as the name of the, the food and shit. And maybe some, and- maybe the fucking waiters would have to wear handlebar mustaches. But instead... Uh, they all had polo shirts on that looked like somebody had literally just quickly embroidered Hulk Hogan above the name of like, let's let's say it was called like, uh, you know, the the jumping goldfish, like just a all whatever, right. and so it was now Hulk Hogan's and jumping so goldfish. What, what's the daily specials at the jumping goldfish? You got <laughs> you got days of the week or or do, do you have like. Specials you know, every day. It was just like, like halibut. You could get like a crab. And yeah, they were just wearing like blue polo shirts. It was the most normal environment, except for the fact that every shirt in small cursive letters embroidered above the name of the restaurant, it said Hulk Hogan. And half of the TVs had Hulk Hogan on it. And you had to walk through a bunch of Hulk Hogan shit to get in. But the rest and of it. And at some point in the middle of our meal, uh, a waitress choke slammed a customer <laughs> through a table. And then somebody ate too much sushi and felt like a pig. If uh, anybody remembers that clip. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like a pig. I ate too much sushi. <laughs> oh, that was such a good, such a good video. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Even if it took down some some websites, it was it was worth it for those lines. Oh, I feel like a pig. Oh, ah, some of you are going to know what we're talking about. Good on you. Yep. Others, you will will have to live that mistake for yourself. But yeah, I. Uh, I enjoyed myself at Hulk Hogan's seafood restaurant. I don't think it exists anymore. Uh, I think more wrestlers should get into more wrestlers of that era should get into alternative lines of business. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the Nature Boy Ric Flair. This is great. I yeah. I want the, more uh, updates. I love yeah. I want you to keep getting high thanks to Nature Boy Ric Flair. Well, I'll I'll see what other wrestlers can get me high because I know John Cena is from like West Newbury. Dude, he's so, exactly from West Newbury. Yeah. Whoa. I I hear his he bought his mom like a gigantic house up on a hill out there, south that, side of the Merrimack River. That tracks. Have you seen yeah. the uh, the trailer for Fast Ten yet? Um, you're you're the Fast and Furious fan of the group. You remember this, right? Yeah, I was just you know. Yes. Yeah, so, so no. Okay. <laughs> well. He's obviously in it because he was in nine, and unless you have a falling out with Vin Diesel like The Rock did, although apparently they've patched things up, uh, you they get had to. You for, get to yeah. for the franchise, yeah, but you get to stay in all the rest of the movie. So he's in it, and everyone in that movie, it looks like they just decided we're going to make you all just one color, not the same color, but everyone's wearing so much makeup that they are one tone from head to toe. Yeah. So John Cena, who's already a fairly like smooth man, 
is now even more like CGI looking. But uh, my favorite part, so Fast 10, they're, they're Harry Potter slash uh, Twilighting it, where they're making the last movies, actually two movies, kind of Kill Bill style, right? And so this is the first part of the last movie, allegedly. We, they're not going to turn off the money faucet. They're going to keep making these movies forever. But maybe it's, the last, maybe it's the last one Vin Diesel's actually in. Who knows? But what what I liked about it, knowing that it's was going to be a two part thing, at the end, you know, it, it comes up with like the date of the release, which I forget when that is, but you know, sometime in the summer, and all it's got all the yeah, little six, logos. Six, yeah. six. Is it? Is that it? No. <laughs> okay. I don't know. But uh, no, Joan it, was talking about a uh, Diablo four. And they wanted to release it out in like six six, but they had to push it back a couple of weeks. And I was like, "Yeah, six six twenty six, because it's a Diablo game. Like, it's not going to come out for another decade." Yeah, yeah. I mean, duh. But uh, the tagline, which I know at least one of our listeners who is a writer and lives with you will, I think, really enjoy the phrasing of this. Was the end of the road begins? <laughs> it was just. I hate it so much. It's so good. Yeah, that's really bad. Because you could easily just switch switch that around and and say the beginning of the end of the the road or the beginning of the end of the line. Like like I feel like that makes more sense than the way they wrote it. But road end start. <laughs> the middle of the end of the line starts now. Here then. Yeah, sometimes the English language should just knock it off. You hear me, English language? You know, sometimes you just got to shut up. Yep. Energy transfer. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Petroleum. Shut up. Entropy. Get the hell out of here. I still think about that all the time. Just <laughs> well, like, hey, you like your cell phone, dummy. All right. Then be fine with gasoline. Shut up. What was the name of the company again? Energy transfer. <laughs> Energy transfer. <laughs> just like faceless conglomerate of, of a bunch of oil companies, probably. Just hey, you you like cars and phones and being able to fly through the sky? So shut up about you know all the environmental crap. You're gonna need us. All right, guys, we need a new name for the company. Should we go with Pollution Maker or Energy Transfer? Which one sounds? Which one tests better? <laughs> energy Hoarder? No. <laughs> energy Transfer? Eh, okay. Energy Transfer sounds like both a band and an album from the '70s. It sounds like a sex position. Oh, okay, okay. And now, what would that? And now, what would it be? It's the energy transfer. It's uh, you you need harnesses and swings for it. All right. Now, let's say hypothetically, someone has those. Okay, break them out, <laughs> and you'll have to sign up for our Patreon to see what that looks like. But uh, Jimbo's gonna peg me. I I wish, <laughs> I, I I wish I had a way to uh, yeah, three thousand miles away. Hey, don't we all? Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know, buddy. You got you got anything else? I I, I had a pretty uneventful uh you know, like we're I'm on a diet, so I'm not like doing much. Which kinda Oh, that's yeah, that's weak. Yeah. No, so, no wonder you were checking the Super Bowl score on your phone. Because you're on a diet. Dude, I was on a diet. I was eating carrots and playing futuristic space D and D with uh which was awesome. I had a great time doing that. But nice. Uh, uh, yeah, it was the opposite of watching football. It was deciding how much damage. Uh, if you my, watch the halftime show, I mean that was pretty close to futuristic uh, space sci-fi. I don't know if it would be D and D, but yeah, yes, you got, you got most of those. Some guy designed a Super Smash Brothers arena and put Rihanna in it with a bunch of people in pajamas shaking around. I get it, pretty much. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. She was like, what, no, if, I, I, what if Elmo so he, fought a bunch of people wearing terry cloth robes? <laughs> <laughs> what if a pregnant Elmo? Yep. So, uh, yeah, before we get out of here, I, I should mention that I went to two work functions in the last week. Whoa. One for an old job. Uh, and, and that wasn't as fun because the person who organized it didn't tell us that the owner was going to be there. Mm. Like it was just like a, Hey, let's get drinks. Like the last person from the tire team is leaving. So I thought it was going to be kind of like a meeting of peers. Sure. Instead, it was a meeting of like all levels of the company 
you know, past and present. It's like, ah, uh, okay. So that was that was kind of a fuck you. Here comes the Tuesday old night. boss. Exactly the same as my old boss. <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, I just talked about flight simulators with, with that uh, CEO for for like 30 minutes. I feel like CEOs love a flight simulator. They love a yeah, race. Well, they, so they, do technicians. Yeah, they love a racing simulator. They love a flight simulator. Yeah. But no, the uh, second company function was, was for my current company. And that was, we had the most of the day off on Friday. We still had to work a couple hours in the morning, but then get to go to an escape room, which it was my first. And uh, you know, I'm all about it. Yeah. I was going to say, don't, don't, don't spoil it. I don't want to ruin the story, but it appears you got out since you actually didn't like we, <laughs> the time it was timed. You yeah, had an hour. You get an hour usually. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we did not escape. Hell yeah. Did it you? was awful. It was like literally what I love about my job is that I'm outside and I don't have to deal with like crises and multiple people at a time. And that it basically took the opposite of all of that. And that was supposed to be like our employee appreciation day. Hell yeah. It was like, hey, like, you know, what you like about work? Yeah, we're going to turn that on its head. Like, <laughs> introduce you to some new people at the company for the first time. Like, ah, it was just half assed. Hell yeah, that rules. Would you would you would you do another escape room in a different setting? Like, absolutely not. I do not enjoy the experience. Okay, I was curious. Uh, it, like the math problems. Just did maybe at another place if they were like, "Hey, our things are a little more logic based. They're not just random fucking codes that you have to find throughout the room." Sure. Sure. Yeah, like if if it's more like a detective, you know, like a clue, you know, like a mur- dinner and a murder mystery type dealy, where Hell it's just yeah. like that guy had a motive to do that. Why did that guy make this code this? Oh, it was his favorite year. And they had a couple of those, but then it was just like the code on the suitcase was somebody's check total from from the dining car. And it's like, but the suitcase was here. I thought I saw them in the dining car like animation thing. Like, so... When How, did they lock the suitcase? <laughs> yeah. And why would it be yeah. the total? But uh, I've yeah. only done, I think I've only done one. And it was with my sister and my niece. And it was in uh, Newark, Delaware, which might give a tip of the hat to the quality of the room. Because we we beat it and then couldn't get out because some of the magnets had fallen off of the contraption. Nice. And so the guy had to just open the door and be like, yeah, I could see on the camera that you guys figured it out. That should fit there, but it, it just does it right now. And when you, when it does fit, it it clicks and then the door opens up. So you, one you of got- one of our rooms was like that too. Yeah, it was like an electrical connector or like a switchboard, and one of the guys was just like he knew he had the right one and just needed to find the other port, and so he just like engineered his way like all the way around. And they were like, yeah, so we saw that like. You would have hit the right one doing that, but it didn't work. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what bums me out is that, like, at the end of the day, these are just, you know, you know, just slapped it's together to pieces of plywood. Yeah. And, and the one theatric part, yeah, is just, like, falling on its face. <laughs> yeah, which would be, like, a very funny version if, like, the jigsaw guy from the saw movies had the same sort of construction ethic where like oh fuck uh actually oh hang on hang on hang on the little uh the little doll guy comes out and he's, he's like, on the little tricycle yeah. wheels over and then just falls over and then he's like oh god could someone could someone put me back up real quick this is oh this is embarrassing okay and then if you could just it looks like the trapdoor is stuck, but there should be a bunch of a bunch of needles should have fallen. Like a so lot. Like, you can imagine, yeah. Like, the barbed wire was like so so many needles. I'd like to play a game, but I didn't build it correct. I I cheaped out on the screws. I stripped a lot of them building it. It's really hard to build this type of stuff this fast without getting caught. Uh. <laughs> uh, that that would be a great saw parody. Well, hell yeah! Yeah, well, let's get Key and Peel on the phone. Who's doing sketch now? Gillian Keeves. Yeah, there we go. Call them up. They but, do uh, voice modulation. Well, 
who's who's modulating their voice? That's that's how I talk. I'm just a skilled. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sk- skilled sorry. voice actor. My bad. Did you hear my my Aaron Paul earlier? <laughs> it was a really good Aaron Paul. I have a wide range. I was, I was and your Walter White was pretty good too. My Walter White's great, and my and my lady. Your Paul could use some work. My, yeah. Well, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go too hard. All right. But uh, hey, on that note, um, you got anything else for the folks at home? I wish I did, but I don't. Yeah, me neither. Well, then, uh, you got any advice for anybody trying to elaborately kill someone through a, a series of puzzles based on sort of like references to games or parts of their life, and, and you, you have like a little creepy puppet on a tricycle? Again, I wish I did, but I don't. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.